Hi, welcome to another episode of When the Scriptures Become Real. Again, it's the podcast where we learn, where we study, where we grow, where we try to become the best versions of ourselves that we can as we try to serve uh, our Lord. Uh, today's podcast, what we want to talk about is why are you still worrying? <clears throat> why are you still worrying? Uh, you know, I've always been a worrier. Uh, I don't know about you, but I worry about things a lot, especially when things aren't um, things aren't necessarily in my control, I guess, or I can't do anything about it, or I simply don't know. Uh, I end up worrying about it um, just because it's not in front of you, and you really, you really have no, in a sense, you have no say of how things are supposed to be laid out. Uh, but today, you know, we're going to study it in Matthew chapter five, we're going to study about that topic of, of worrying. And, and as Christians today, you know, I heard a, a sermon yesterday, uh, dad talked about, you know, we, we have as Christians, we've kind of triumphed over a lot of things. And so we triumph over death. You know, we've triumphed over the guilt of sin. We've triumphed over, over Satan because of what Christ did for us. Um, but then this morning I was kind of thinking, well, what else kind of have we, um, have we won? What what else have we triumphed over? And I thought about worrying because a lot of us and a lot of my friends who are Christians, we worry a lot about a lot of different things. And but that's one thing that we've conquered. We've conquered the threat of ever worrying about things. So, well, Jordan, how can you say that? You know, you don't know. You don't know my situation. You know, you don't know my life. You don't know what's happened to me. You, you don't know what it's like to be me. I may not know. And, and the thing is, I don't have to know what it's like to be you. I don't have to know those things. And vice versa, you don't have to know what it's like to be me. But one thing that we have, if you're a Christian, we have the triumph over worrying and that's what we're going to look at today and so if you would let's take our bibles and i said matthew chapter 5 earlier it should be matthew chapter 6 excuse me matthew chapter 6 and again with this podcast don't take my word for it you know just because i i claim i'm a christian don't don't take my word for it uh don't trust jordan trust what the bible says and that's what we're going to do you know we're going to look at what the scripture says about it and then we'll talk about it from there so Matthew chapter six, Matthew chapter six, and I know you've heard this uh, in devos before, in youth um, youth rallies, and whatever it is, you've heard this verse, Matthew chapter six, verse thirty three: Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Uh, obviously, when we think about that verse and when it's presented, you know, it's presented as. Well, as a young person or as, as a Christian, you know, you need to prioritize things in your life, you know, so God should be first in everything. Um, he should be first in whatever you do and then he'll bless you. Right. Which is that's not a bad principle. And that's a correct principle from that text. But remember, when we talk about uh, studying the Bible, we have to keep things in its context. Now, we're going to notice and we're actually going to start in verse number 24 and we're going to go down to verse number 33 of what I just quoted. Then we'll see why um, Christ says, seek ye first the kingdom. Okay, so let's let's start in verse number 24. No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will hold to the one and despise the other. You, can't, you cannot serve God and mammon. 
So verse number 25, therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life. Take no thought for what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor yet your body uh, or what you shall put on. It's not life more than meat and the body more than raiment. Let's stop right there. First of all, Jesus starts by saying, before we get into our topic, you have to pick which master you want to serve. Are you going to serve God or are you going to serve mammon or Satan or money, right? Which one are you going to serve? Now, here's the important part about this, right? And so we, we talk about service and we talk about not worrying, right? Jesus says here, wherefore I take unto you, take no thought for your life. Well, does that mean I shouldn't worry about my life? Does that mean I shouldn't worry about college? Does that mean I shouldn't worry about finding a mate? No, Jesus isn't saying that. He's saying take no thought for the things in this life. And so how many of us worry about money? Raise your hand. You know, how many of us worry about our jobs? How many of us worry about our relationships or our future relationships? How many of us worry about our careers? You know, being at this age right now, at 26, I worry about all that stuff right now. Now, some of you listeners may be older and may have other worries. But right now at 26, those are some of the things that I worry about. I worry about those things. But Jesus said here, first, take no thought for your life. And so remember, he said in the verse before, you can't serve two masters. You're either going to trust me, trust God, or you're going to trust Satan. Do you know the principle that Jesus is teaching here is if you trust me, you may not understand why things are happening the way they're happening in your life, but I have a plan and I have a way. Just like we talked about in the last podcast, right? I know the Lord will make a way for me. So if you trust me, I got a plan. And so keep doing what I tell you to do. Or if you trust Satan, all you're going to do is worry. Well, Jordan, how can you say that? That's what the text says in verse 25, because it says, therefore, I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what you should eat or, or drink. Then it talks about uh, the things of your body, like meat, raiment, things of that nature. Then he brings a practical example in verse number 26. Behold, the fowls of the air, talking about the birds, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns, but yet your heavenly father feedeth them. Stop right there. You know, I don't know what the weather's like where you are right now, but I, if I could turn the camera around, I would, but it's straight up snow over here in, in the St. Louis, Illinois area. Straight snow. We got a storm over here. Uh, we may get a little bit more this week, but you know, when I woke up this morning, and as bad as the storm was, and as terrible, uh, and as cold as it is out there, this morning when I woke up, the sun was shining, and I heard the birds chirping. That means they're okay. And so, our Father in Heaven, even through uh, the things that happen in nature, guess who He always takes care of? He always takes care of the birds, right? So here He says, aren't you much better than they are you know i heard a, a, a story and it was uh, it was two birds sitting on a branch and a, a human was sitting on a, on a bench underneath them in a park and the human was sitting there and all he was doing was worrying you know the birds was, was listening to the conversation uh you know he said man i'm worried about my job i'm worried about 
uh, my spouse. I'm worried about my boyfriend. I'm worried about my girlfriend. I'm so scared about this, this, and that, right? Talking about all the stuff he's worrying about. And then the birds began to talk amongst themselves. And so after the human left, the bird was saying, wow, you know, look at that. Look at that guy. He, he always comes to this park and he's always worrying. And the other bird said, well, I'm glad we're birds because I guess he doesn't serve the same master that we do. You know, that it, it's simple, but it's profound because the birds don't worry about where their next meal is coming from. They don't worry about shelter. They don't worry about certain things because the birds know that the Lord's going to take care of them. So us being better than they are, why is it that we worry so much more? Yeah, we'll, we'll keep going. We'll keep going. Verse number uh, 27. Which of you, uh, by taking thought, can add one cubit to his stature? So Jesus switches uh, switches a little bit. You ever wish you were something else? You ever wish you were taller? You ever wish you looked this way? You ever wish uh, you could be something that you're not, right? And so one thing that we do is, number one, we worry. And Jesus talked about that. But then number two, when we know we can't fix things, we wish we were something else so that we could have a, a different result than what we have now. Right. And so Jesus is saying here, look, why are you wishing about those things? He said, if you want to be taller, how many of you can wish to add a cubit to his stature? If you're 5'11", you want to be 6'4". If you just wished it, is that going to happen? It's not going to happen if you wish it. So Jesus is saying, why are we worried about things and why are we wishing for things like that? Notice this verse 28. And then why take ye thought for your raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. So here's the application, verse 30. Wherefore, if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow's cast into the oven, Shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? You see why we talk about faith all the time? Because faith in your relationship with the Lord is so important. Because from verses 27 all the way down to verse 30, Jesus is giving us a practical example of which master do you want to serve? Do you want to serve and trust me? Or do you want to worry for the rest of your life and trust Satan? Here's the thing about trusting and serving Satan. Satan always allows you to worry. He never gives you confidence. You notice that? When people that serve Satan, they're never confident in themselves. They never value themselves. They always find an excuse of why their life is the way that they are. They always wish they were something else. They always look at how life is so terrible. If you fall into that category of always worrying about those things, Guess who you serve? Even if you're a Christian, if you fall into that category, guess who your master is? According to the text, it's Satan. Because you're always worrying. You're always wishing you were something else. You're always not valuing yourself. So guess who's not in your thoughts on this side? God isn't. And so notice the examples that God, and here's the great thing about his teaching. He talks about the birds and he talks about the lilies of the field. He talks about, he talks, one, the lilies are an inanimate object. Yes, they, they're alive in terms of they can grow, but 
they can't do the things that we can do as humans. Yes, birds can grow, birds can do, can fly and do certain things, but they can't do what we can do. So the Lord is using two examples that are below us as humans and saying the things that are below you trust in me more than you should trust in me. You see what he's doing there? So he's saying if the birds, which is a lower standard than a human, can trust in me fully, if the grass, which is an inanimate object, if that can trust in me fully, if the lilies of the field, which is below a human, can trust in me fully, why can't you? That's made in my image. Why can't you trust me? Now, let's stop. Let's pause right there. If you're listening to this podcast, you're either doing one of two things right now. Number one, you're either studying and looking introspectively at yourself and saying, man, that's me. Man, I've been worrying. Man, I've been doing this. Man, I haven't been trusting God. Or number two right now, you're trying to justify why you still feel the way that you do. You're still justifying, well, Jordan really doesn't get it. Well, you're justifying, well, Jordan hasn't lived my life. Well, you're justifying, well, people don't value me. People don't see me the same way. You you see what you're doing? You're allowing Satan in your mind. And you're doing exactly what Jesus is saying here. You're choosing him as your master. Verse number 24. But notice this, verse the end of verse number 30. Here's what Jesus also says. If you're on this side, always worrying and all that stuff. Notice he says, oh, ye of little faith. So guess what you lack? You lack faith. That's what we talk about all the time, right? And so then verse 31, wherefore, since we know these things now, Jesus said, now it's time for you to make a choice. I've given you example after example after example of other things that trust me more than you right now. And so here's what it is in verse 31. Here's our command. If you want to stick on my side, if you want to trust me, if you want to serve God, this is what you need to do. Wherefore, put your name there, Jordan, whatever. Wherefore, take no thought saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or where shall we be clothed for all these things do the Gentiles seek? For your heavenly father knows that you have need of all of these things. So Jesus is saying here, you can sit here on this side and you can worry about things forever, right? You can do all this stuff and work. So he's saying you can sit here and you can worry about things or you can be on this side and have faith and trust me. Now, do we kind of see the difference of what we're talking about here, right? Then... We go to our verse that we referenced before in Matthew 6, 33. Then we're talking about, but now seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. Question, what consists of all these things? Food, drink, clothing, finances, your relationships, your career. All those things, that's what Christ is talking about in verse number 33. And all these things that we worry about all the time, if you trust me, all these things shall be added unto you. Now, what this is not. Matthew chapter 6 verse 33 here. And what Jesus is saying, he is not preaching a prosperity gospel here. 
Jesus is not saying, if you choose me and you trust in me, I will here on this earth, I will give you the best of everything. That's not true. Well, Jordan, how can you say that? Does, doesn't Christ want what's best for you? Yeah, he does. But it's not consistent with the people that follow him in scripture. You think about David. You think about um, Abraham. You know, think about Job. Think about Joseph. All these guys, they were maybe rich for a time, but some things were taken from them. Some things were different for them, but they followed God, right? So life isn't always going to be amazing when you follow God and do what he says, because that doesn't line up with scripture. Think about Christ himself. Christ himself was God, but was his life great? It wasn't the best here, but it got better once he left here. So. What he's saying in verse chapter 6, verse 33, he's saying, if you want to trust me instead of doing all this worrying, he's saying those needs that you worry so much about, you're always going to be taken care of. You know, I'm learning out here, you know, it's it's so different because, uh, you know, when being at the school of preaching, um, basically being basically being supported. um to learn the Bible, you know, be supported to, um, to learn how to preach and, and to be, uh, the type of men that the Lord wants us to be in his, in his church, you know, being there, you kind of took, uh, a lot of things for granted. You know, you took the apartment for granted in a sense. Um, you, you took the, the money that the brethren, uh, were giving you for granted, not saying you wasted it, but you know, you kind of took it for granted, like, because you're there for two years, and you're like, well, you know, this is always going to come, because the check always came, for two years, it always came, um, but then kind of the moment when school ended, that's when, you know, things started to take a shift, um, you know, the things that I could indulge in there, I can't indulge in here now, you know, I remember my dad, you know, always saying, you know, the Lord's going to take care of you, um, you might not eat steaks, you know, you might not eat the things that you used to eat, but you'll eat something, you know, you might not be able to afford, you know, these clothes, but you'll have something. You may not have this, but you'll have something, you know, it also teaches you a brand of humility too, that, um, you know, things can be taken away and, you know, that's another lesson for another day, but, you know, there's some things that we, we just can't take for granted. And here in Matthew chapter six, Christ is saying, look, if you trust me, yes, thing, you might not be eating steaks. You might not be wearing, you know, the name brand things. You might, your life might not be exactly how you want it to be. But if you choose me, I promise you'll be taken care of. That's what he's saying here in Matthew chapter six. And so this is how he closes it in verse number 30, uh, 34. So therefore, therefore what? Therefore, since we know if we trust God, what do we got to do? The end of verse 30, you have faith. Then verse 31, then you stop worrying. Then verse uh, then verse 32, or verse 33, I'm sorry, then you seek first the kingdom of God. So then now what? So then therefore, since you know these things, here's the final thing. Therefore, take no thought for tomorrow. Here's the last big reason why we worry. Instead of focusing on what's on my plate on what month is it now? March. 
March 3rd or March 4th, I believe. March 4th. So instead of focusing on what's on Jordan's plate on March 4th, I'm worried about what's going to happen in in a couple months. I'm worried about what's going to happen next year. I'm worried about what's going to happen in the next few years. Why am I worrying about days, hours, and minutes that aren't even here yet? Jesus is saying, therefore, since you know these things, don't think about tomorrow. Well, how can you say that? Because in the verse it says, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. So how are you going to think on something that's not even here yet? You know, you can't even do that. And then he goes on by saying, sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Focus on your plate. Focus on what you have on March 4th. Then, Lord willing, March 5th will be here tomorrow, Lord willing. And you focus on the 5th. Then you focus on the 6th. Right? And so here's here's his remedy for worry. Number one, he says to have faith. Then two, he says stop worrying. Then number three, you have a responsibility to seek first the kingdom. Then these things will be added unto you. Then number four, don't think about tomorrow, but focus on what's sufficient for today. That's how we stop worrying. You know, honestly, uh, I've been a lot. um, I've been really on this side of worry. I've been focusing so much on um, on how things aren't working. I've been focusing so much on things that I don't have. I've been focusing so much on those things. And according to the text, if I, if I continue to think that way, and while I'm thinking that way, I'm not on God's side. Right now, if I'm constantly worrying, I'm on the side of Satan. Because remember, he said in the in the verse before, in verse number 20, you can't serve two masters. So therefore, since we know these things now, which one are you going to choose? And so I've had to stop doing this and I've had to start having a little bit more faith about things. I've had to start, um, you know, I've had to stop worrying too much. You know, I've had to keep my focus um, on the kingdom. You know, I've had to stop worrying about tomorrow or yesterday and what's not here anymore. I got to start worrying about what's here now. And once I start doing those things, you know, those negative thoughts in terms of what I don't have, how I view myself, how things are going wrong, those thoughts start to diminish because I'm not so focused on myself. And you notice when you when you're on the side of Satan. You notice that you think a lot about you, what I don't have, what's not happening for me, why is this not happening? You know, you think you think negatively, number one, and then you always think negatively about yourself. That's what Satan wants you to do, because as Christians, he wants to devalue us. And who's who's better to devalue you than yourself? If you don't think you can do it. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks you can or can't. You won't be able to because you don't think you can. That's that's what Satan's job is to devalue what Christ has helped us triumph over after he died. And so here's my encouragement to you. Today, I encourage you, have faith. Stop worrying so much. Focus on what you focus what you're focusing on. Don't talk so negatively about yourself. Don't talk so negatively about things going on. Focus on 
what you have on your plate now and stay on God's side. And while we stay here and have faith, every single day, focus on the kingdom. Because then notice how the thought process changes here. It's not about you here. Here it's about Christ. It's about the kingdom. It's about what I can give rather than what I don't have. It's all about service. And so I encourage you today. How do I stop worrying? How can you stop worrying? Have faith. Seek first the kingdom of God. Don't worry about tomorrow. And focus on today. I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast again. If you want more information, you can find me on iTunes. When the scriptures become real, you can find it on Spotify. You can find it on Instagram at JordanAPU26. I'm there as well with more spiritual content. Uh, You know, we're just trying to do everything we can to not only to encourage the saved, but to um, but to help those that are lost to ask questions, to ask why, to ask, you know, what must I do to be saved? Right. And so that's the whole goal. And we hope that you'll continue uh, as we continue to journey uh, through this life together. Thank you.